0: Um, I have to tell you, I've, I've got to get um, a video of my dog having breakfast or dinner every day. Uno, I, I'd have to hand-feed this dog. I'm not kidding you. You could not leave his side or he wouldn't eat. And that's been his whole life. And we tried all dog foods and everything else. Then we tried something new, rough greens. I have to bring you a video of of Uno. He has totally changed His temperament during the day, he is much more active, and he's happy. And his tail begins to wag as I start to say, you want to eat? It's amazing. Uh, Now, if you're a parent of a dog please try Rough Greens VitaSmart. It's not dog food. It's a healthy supplement that puts your dog's food uh, into all of the live nutrients that it needs for dog's health, and they love it. It's Rough Greens by VitaSmart. It will make your dog's food better. Now, you want to see your dog thrive? Here's what you do. Go to roughgreens.com slash Beck. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. R-U-F F. -F Greens dot com slash back or call eight three three Glen thirty three. Your dog will thank you.
1: The fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is oh the Glenn Beck Program.
0: Well, here we are. Another day of the Senate impeachment trial. And now, Joe Biden has issued a warning to the press. Fall in line. That's a quote. Fall in line. Ja, wohl mein Führer. This show won't, obviously. And I want to tell you why. The coverage of our impeachment trial begins in one minute.
1: This is the Glenn Beck program.
0: You know, certain kind of pains that things like ibuprofen just doesn't touch. I had a woman in my studios just a couple of days ago, um, and she came with her husband, and they both said, I just want to thank you so much. And I said, for what? They said, for for telling us about uh, Relief Factor. And I'm like, well. You know i appreciate that but i think it was relief factor that changed your pain what happened and she said i have been on uh on heavy narcotics for 12 years and my life was over and her husband said she was a zombie all the time i mean she was on fentanyl for a while and she tries to get off it and tries to get off it but her pain is just so unmanageable she said i started taking relief factor she is now completely drug free and her pain is manageable this i don't know how this really works it 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 um uh it reduces inflammation it is all natural and it does it's a miracle for me it was a miracle for her and so many other people that are trying it please just try it. Get your life back. Go to relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com or call 800 eight hundred five hundred eighty-three eighty-four. 84 800 84 It's relieffactor.com. Joe Biden's presidential campaign has issued a warning to reporters and editors in a memo demanding that they debunk the claims of corruption against him. The memo titled The Imperative for Honest Coverage of Trump's Ukraine Conspiracy Theory deals specifically with a charge that then-Vice President Joe Biden, as the Obama administration's point man in Ukraine, pushed for a Ukrainian prosecutor to be fired by threatening to withhold aid to the country. Wait, wait, wait. The fired prosecutor, Victor Shokin, was reportedly removed at the same time he was investigating Burisma, the Ukrainian gas company. According to the Biden campaign, Trump's impeachment was due in large part to his efforts to spread this theory. According to the memo, quote, Trump's objective was to pressure the Ukrainian government into spreading a malicious and conclusively debunked conspiracy theory. Not true. Not true. That Vice President Biden engaged in wrongdoing doing doing when he executed when he um, executed official United States policy to remove a corrupt prosecutor from office. Again, this is that part is true. He he was executing. A an official policy for the United States, but he knew at the time they were coming after his son. He knew at the time they were going after Burisma. There, is, there have never been any allegations in Ukraine that Shokin was corrupt. They've never filed any charges. They've never told him why he was fired other than the vice president asked for it. In the memo, they cite numerous mainstream news outlets that agree with Biden's version of the story and that discredit the theory that Biden pushed for the firing of the prosecutor to cover up corruption. Uh, Accordingly, the memo goes on to instruct the media to state clearly and unambiguously that such claims of corruption have been discredited and debunked. Otherwise, it is journalistic malpractice. According to the Trump, I mean, sorry, according to the Biden campaign, it is sufficient to say the allegations are uns, I'm sorry, it is not sus- uh, uh, sufficient to say the allegations are unsubstantiated or that no evidence has emerged to support them. This is crazy. Not only is there no evidence for the Republicans' main argument against the vice president, there is a mountain of evidence that actively debunks it, and it is malpractice to ignore the truth. I'm at a loss. I feel like I say the same thing every day, but every day it's worse. I don't don't even know what to say anymore. I, I... I don't believe this. Of course I believe this. It's happening every single day. It's just getting worse. I've never seen anything like this. Yeah, I did yesterday, but this one's worse. I don't know what to say to you anymore. I don't know how to come to you with this news anymore. Despite numerous outlets having reported the claims as false, Republicans and Trump defenders are not so convinced. In fact, it was Biden himself who added fuel to the theory's flame when he openly bragged on camera... He said, I'm telling you, you're not going to get the billions of dollars. You're not getting the billion. I'm going to be leaving here, and think about that, in six hours. I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor is not fired, then you're not getting the money. (laughs) Well, son of a bitch, he laughed. He got fired. And they put somebody solid in his place. Now, (laughs) they put somebody solid in his place? Until this story broke... When Biden was, was laughing about that in a Council of Foreign Relations meeting in 2018, 2018, not so long ago, when he said they put somebody competent in his place, he was competent until he resumed uh, the look into Burisma. And then this story broke again with Donald Trump. And as soon as that happened, then this new prosecutor was not somebody to be trusted. He's corrupt, too. The The way the media, and we have shown it to you, the way the media has debunked this is completely and total fabrication. It is, at best, sloppy work. This is the, this is, what they are breaking is the, or or committing is the, Uh, the crime uh, and the sin of omission. What they're doing is they're saying, look, this was debunked. New York Times said it. You go to the New York Times. New York Times, it's debunked, according to Bloomberg. Bloomberg, it's debunked, according to the Washington Post. The Washington Post, it's debunked, according to this paper in Ukraine. Well, then we went to that paper in Ukraine. Everybody else is just quoting each other. You go to the paper in Ukraine and it says uh, that uh, uh, Shokin, you know, uh, said that uh, he didn't. It wasn't Shokin. It was the other one uh, that said he's he didn't say that uh, to the uh,
2: to the. Uh, embassy right this is the ambassador right the whole situation with ivanovich and how uh, he had a list of do not prosecute uh, which initially was the story uh told by the prosecutor and then he said well it wasn't a list no 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 they asked him
0: this is this is how they did it they asked him in this interview so she did do you have the paper did she she gave you so she handed you a list no 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 she didn't hand it to me she gave it to me verbally yeah that was the so she interview. told me yeah, right right mm-hmm. and so the the post and the times and everybody else says he said he was never given a list period debunked no it's not debunked he said
2: she didn't hand me a list she gave it to me and i wrote it down Yeah, and he brought, when he was talking about names that he wanted, thought was, you know, worthy of prosecution or looking into it, she beat him up on it. Right. And, you know... Is that different than set, than giving him a list of people not to prosecute? She was telling him he shouldn't prosecute those people. And, and he was saying, this has been the problem in Ukraine forever. Right. This has been the issue. This is what we, you guys are supposed to help us stop doing. Correct. We're just not supposed to be going after these uh, or protecting certain politically uh, connected people. We're supposed to be doing the opposite, going after the truth. Shokin
0: and his prosecutor that uh, replaced him are now on record saying we don't know how to fight corruption the american way because it's not a system it's you can do this you can't do this next day it's yeah well we're including this person that you can prosecute and this one you got to stay away from there's no there's no rhyme or reason other than power and money now when it comes to this particular thing where joe biden Asked for the uh, firing of Shokin because he was dirty. His claim is, I didn't know anything at all, nothing at all about the Burisma uh, investigation. I didn't know that. There's no way for me to know that. They weren't investigating at the time. That is provably false. We have the court records that happened, oh, coincidentally, Within days before the vice president's visit, the State Department was notified that Joe Biden's son was going to be under investigation. That's when daddy gets on the plane. No one in the State Department, no one in the embassy, no one on the president's vice presidential staff or president's staff was briefed that the vice president's son and his company was going under investigation by the prosecutor, the one that we helped appoint, nobody notified the vice president of that. And then he just coincidentally said, we're not doing any aid if you go into any of this on Burisma. That is fact, verifiable fact with documents. It is not malpractice. It is... It is treasonous to the truth. You either want to tell the truth and let the chips fall where they may, or you are nothing but a puppet. Look, I think I, my record is pretty darn clear. If Donald Trump would have been doing these things, and you could prove it, and I would do the investigation, I said to our r- researchers, dig. At the very beginning, dig. Dig. Let the chips fall where they may. Find the truth. I would come to you and tell you, I'm sorry. And if it would mean the end of my business, I don't give a flying crap. I don't know how to tell you these things anymore. I'd gladly go away. I'd tell you the truth. If Donald Trump was doing that, I'd tell it to you. This is corruption at the highest levels of the Obama administration. And what Schiff said yesterday... Well, I've never seen anything like it. Oh, yeah, no, I did. I just saw the memo from Joe Biden, which is exactly the same thing. Schiff, under oath, as an impeachment manager, told whoppers of lies yesterday... But he walked into a trap. He started talking about this. Oh, well, you, I mean, this, this conspiracy. Well, now, wait a minute. Wait a minute. If you're talking about this conspiracy, then we should talk to people to make sure that it is a conspiracy. You're right. If it's a conspiracy, there are facts out there that show that it's not. In fact, every fact shows that it's not. So you want to bring that up with Hunter Biden? Thank you, Mr. Schiff. You just introduced that as a line we can pursue. Now you must hear from the president's son, a vice president's son. You must hear from him. And why is it they have to have such Nazi-like marching orders to fall in line, press? Why do you feel it's necessary to do? If you have nothing to hide... Let him talk. Let him talk. When Trump when when Trump would go off on uh you know not born here, I I was saying, like don't no, please can somebody because that's not helping him that's not helping him okay. But Same when he's right thing, yeah. about yeah the birther thing, mm-hmm. but when he's right about something, let him talk. When you have truth on your side, let him talk. You don't, Joe Biden, have truth on your side. So
2: you must silence people. You must silence people. Yeah, chasing the truth no matter where it goes is something that opinion people should do, that journalists should definitely do. And you know what? It's what all humans are supposed to do. That's how you're supposed to interact with people. It's not it. supposed to be the way that Adam Schiff is. He is. It's just like his human interaction policies need to be revised a lot. A lot. A lot. A lot.
0: <laughs> uh, back in just a second. By the way, we have complete uh, coverage of
2: impeachment. The recap at 5 p.m. tonight. You don't want to miss it. Only on Blaze TV. Good news if you heard me talking about Cham- Chamonix over the holidays and you missed out on all the recent big discounts. Chamonix's New Year's inventory clearance sale has been extended for a limited time. You can start the decade off right by looking younger than you ever have. I'll give you an asterisk there. Not It's going to make you younger than you looked at birth. That that's not true. That's not what this product does. You're not going to have like that weird Benjamin Button thing going on. That's not how this works. Uh, it's guaranteed to your money back though, and they're going to make sure that you're happy about it. Beverly from Huntsville, Alabama, said, "I love this product. I love the. I saw the difference the second time I used it, and recommend it to everyone if they have a problem with their jawline. Uh, just like Beverly, you can see the double chin, the turkey neck disappear with the famous Genucell jawline treatment with MDL <laughs> technology. Order right now, and the uh, class Genucell for eye bags and puffiness is yours free." They're going to load you up. They have GenuCell's immediate effects for results in 12 hours as well. And during the inventory clearance, you'll get the incredible GenuCell eyelid lift for drooping eyelids as well, also free. Call 800-577-8709 or go to GenuCell.com. It's G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com. Order today and you get the GenuCell anti-wrinkle treatment, also free. They're going to be upgraded to priority shipping as well for free. It's five free items order now 800-577-8709 800-577-8709 or genucel.com. it's g e n u c e l.com 10 second break for station id i
0: want to play a, uh, i want to play a monologue Uh, from me, let's just play a little bit of, of this before I tell you the context and when it happened. Listen to this. Can I tell you something? There's nothing more frightening than when our truth becomes entertainment. And that's what's happening in America. Truth has become entertainment. When our news organizations, our newspapers, have to do what they have to do for ratings, when they say, I've got to sell more newspapers, I've got to uh, get another ratings point, and so they start to spin the news, or they start to look for the news that's entertaining and highlight those stories that are entertaining, that's dangerous. Almost as dangerous as when history... Becomes entertainment. I don't know about you, but uh, I found JFK by Oliver Stone frightening when it came out. Because I knew, watching that, people are going to think this is a documentary. People are going to think this is the truth. And it's not the truth. Michael Moore. that's not the truth. That's entertainment. That's a money-making vehicle. And it is a political statement. It's not the truth. But it's cloaked as the truth. Short-term thinking. The death of truth and short-term thinking. The death of truth is Michael Moore. Short-term thinking are those Democrats who are embracing Michael Moore. (laughs) You know, Michael Moore is not a Democrat. Michael Moore is a socialist. Michael Moore takes the Democratic Party... up. part when Clinton was in office was taking Bill Clinton apart. Now you've given Michael Moore all of this credibility. You've given him a stage, a world stage sitting next to presidents. You've given him this huge stage and you've given him your credibility. Now let's say John Kerry wins, God help us all. John Kerry wins, gets into office. What do you do with Michael Moore? How do you say Michael Moore doesn't know what he's talking about? Michael Moore is a genius. Michael Moore has enough credibility to sit next to Jimmy Carter in the presidential box at your convention. And believe me, Democrats, he's going to take you apart as well. Because it's not that he doesn't like Bush. That's number one priority. But his long time priority is he's a socialist. Short-term thinking. You're going to destroy yourselves and your party because you are getting into bed with the enemy of your enemy. He's not your friend. That was in 2004. Look at their bed now. They are being eaten by socialists. Hillary Clinton, why do you think she's going after uh, uh, Bernie why do you think that the, uh, they're, they're attacking each other right now? Why do you think AOC was out this last week saying, you know what, I got to tell you, I mean, we don't really have a left party here in America. It's not the Democrats. They're not targeting. They're not targeting Trump. They are targeting the Democratic Party. And the Democratic Party is so weak. Look at their field. It is so weak. It's going to implode because they engaged in short-term thinking in 2004. They got into bed with radicals. And now, as Jeremiah Wright used to say, the chickens are coming home to roost. American Financing NMLS one eight two three three four www dot dot org manage unmanageable credit card debt, job layoffs, medical emergencies. You know, forty six percent of the American people do not have a thousand dollars in case of an emergency. That's a troubling, troubling thought. Almost half of us. A thousand dollars. Well, a thousand dollar emergency can come up like that over and over again and then before you know it you're you're underwater what do you do well you start by being fiscally responsible with your mortgage if you own your own home and you even bought your home in 2018 interest rates are so low now they can save you hundreds of dollars a month just by refinancing you can consolidate a loan and get all those high interest uh, debt credit cards out from underneath and you can put them into a lower interest rate and pay them off. Debt consolidation and refining your mortgage. Please call the experts at American Financing at 800-906-2440. American Financing, 800-906-2440. It's AmericanFinancing.net.
2: And you can go to TV.com, Use the promo code Glenn for 10 bucks off your subscription. Tonight, Glenn's going to be going through all the stuff with the impeachment. Everything you need to know tonight at 5 p.m. Eastern.
0: Our impeachment cover uh, coverage uh, continues on the Glenn Beck program with Mr. Pat Gray from Pat Gray Unleashed. It's a podcast that you can hear wherever you get your podcasts uh, and also on Blaze TV. Uh, it happens
3: live right before this program. It's been fun, hasn't it? It's been a great trial so far. Oh right? my I'm gosh, I'm loving love it. I'm loving it. it. Yeah, yeah, I think
0: Adam. I think Adam Schiff. Oh, he's, oh, he's terrific. He's taking the guy a is, part in oh, the credibility that he
3: has. <laughs> it's unbelievable.
0: Oh, it, it, it's, it's it is unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah, it is unbelievable. I wish yeah. I was surprised uh, by
3: that, but uh, I'm not. Has you there know? been a bigger pinhead than Adam Schiff? Ever in the history of this country, I mean, I would not describe. I dislike this guy with all the intensity of a billion white hot burning suns. (laughs) Now, I don't hate him. Right, I just dislike Dislike him him with that kind of intensity. Yeah, Uh, but wow, he's. I thought Harry Reid was bad. This guy might be even worse. This guy might be more. This guy is. Yeah, this guy uh, is just you won't say you hate him but you'll call him evil
2: yes yes (laughs) okay i just want to make sure i understand the standards here uh
0: this guy is uh this guy is just well they they all are Mm -hmm. for let's go back to joe biden in this memo imagine if donald trump sent a memo to fox news and said fall in line oh good gosh first of all they wouldn't they wouldn't because people would start to quit if a president would have said, fall in line uh, to Fox, and Fox would have come to
3: me, I would have quit. And I think Brett Baer would. I think there's a lot mm-hmm. of people that would. Yeah, I think uh, uh, Chris Wallace. Um, yeah. Just on just on principle. There, there might be I some think, people who have already fallen in line that would further fall in line. But I think the vast majority of them over there would would, would not appreciate that. Would have a
0: real problem with mm-hmm. it. Yeah. The press is embracing uh uh, biden with a memo that says fall in line none of this is true about my son none of this is true about burisma none of this is true and there's no facts behind it there are tons people went to jail there was a court conviction on this stuff there's Mm -hmm. mountains
2: of evidence no, what do you mean there's no proof yeah i mean like you can say you don't agree with a conviction because you think it may have been politically motivated or you can say uh you know this <clears throat> stuff happens in uh political prosecutions happen in ukraine all the, the time. time and so you can bring up problems with it however you certainly can't say there's no evidence right when there's a court conviction on in uh in, mm. in uh, infiltrating and trying to ma- manipulate the u.s election and beyond that Part of the evidence that brought that conviction to play was an audio tape to say that there's no evidence when an audio tape of a recording between the people we're talking about actually exists. And we've played it multiple times how you can say there's no evidence. That's not just fudging the truth. That's not spin. That's not manipulation. That's not dishonesty. That is a straight lie. But You're they, lying to the American people to cover for somebody.
3: They don't care. Because they get away with it. Because
2: the mainstream yes. media doesn't cover nope, it or talk about it. Because they or fall, in line. Yeah, they they fall in line. They fall in line. And that's one of the things, by the way, I was thinking about this yesterday. They keep bringing up this point over and over again with the impeachment. The, the shift made this point a thousand times yesterday. That uh, they weren't going after uh, this announcement of the investigation into Burisma and Joe Biden, right? That's what the whole point of this was. They wanted to get this announcement from Zelensky that they were looking into uh, Biden and they were looking into Burisma and Hunter Biden and all the corruption there, right? Mm -hmm. They didn't even care if they were actually going to do the investigation. They just wanted the announcement of the investigation. Stop and think about how ridiculous this point is for a second. It just hit me yesterday for some reason. We're, you're trying to claim that Donald Trump did all of these things, going and searching out all of these uh, foreign leaders, uh, sending people all over the world, all of the things that there've been that he's been accused of here, to get an announcement from a Ukrainian official that an investigation was underway. Now, remember, it's your argument that they're not going to do the investigation. So there's n- they're never going to find any dirt because they're not doing the investigation. You only want the announcement because that's their argument. They're saying there was never going to be an investigation. So the idea that he was going after Dirk can't possibly be true because he didn't want the investigation to occur anyway. So all he wants is the announcement of an investigation. And you're trying to convince me that all of this effort was put in because Donald Trump thought he was going to get all of this political benefit in the United States from a random announcement from Ukraine? They wouldn't have even covered it if he made the announcement. (laughs) They wouldn't have looked at it for five seconds. Nope. They wouldn't have even acknowledged the announcement was made. Exactly right. He would have had no mileage out of this announcement anyway. Now, maybe you're making the argument that Donald Trump is just so dumb that he wouldn't understand that because – because he thinks he gets lots of fair treatment on the announcements he deserves mm-hmm. I mean I, does it doesn't make any sense why would he put all of this stew, effort into stew, something stew, he didn't believe stew, was there
0: stu Stu because it really didn't uh, may I summarize adam Schiff's argument yesterday because mm-hmm. it didn't have anything to do with that it had everything to do with the 2020 election and uh you must remove Trump from office because of the integrity of the 2020 election. We can't assure it right now. Uh in fact, I have to tell you something. I'm it's quoting Schiff. Um <clears throat> uh we were fighting Russia in Ukraine. So we didn't have to fight Russia here. That's a that's a quote from him. <laughs> and the president's misconduct can't be decided at the ballot box because uh, we yeah. can't be assured that the 2020 vote Will be fairly won. How dangerous is this?
2: Oh my gosh, this this
0: is irresponsible.
2: Dangerous un American is this. How could it be about the twenty twenty election though? When What we're talking about is an announcement from Ukraine. It makes no sense. We had our own government release reports that the Obama administration was investigating right-wing Tea Party groups through the IRS and they didn't bother covering that. Why would
3: they care what Ukraine
2: is saying? People can't even name the countries in the region. Nobody would care what Zelensky said. That is a
0: red herring. Sure, that's what we made this whole thing into at first, but now that we're in the Senate, we know the real Truth, uh, Adam oh. Schiff cannot guarantee that there won't be a ground invasion by Russia if he's not uh, impeached. The delay of this aid
3: into the United States or the United Ukraine,
0: States. Right. The United States ground ground invasion. Well, it'll start in Ukraine, yeah, and then, then right here. Yeah. here. Yeah. And, and, and I can see that Trump happening. is working with them. Yeah. We yeah. think, we think, we're pretty sure. We, I mean, well, he's a Russian asset. Yeah, he's a Russian asset. Yeah. Why? I mean, this is crazy. And And so
2: dangerous. So irresponsible. Oh, my God. So irresponsible. They keep trying to bring it back to the national security thing, too. Uh, Ukraine was in trouble
3: because. Yeah, like, they care. They don't give a rat's. Yeah. They, they didn't about give they them care. any aid right. when None. they needed it. Right. When there None. was an actual exactly. war They did give them blankets, on. though. They were yeah, concerned they did. about did. how warm they well, were. Well, they needed to give them blankets
0: um, because they learned that. You know, the, the Democrats are very. They're one with the Native American. And so they <laughs> sent them blankets so they could do smoke
2: signals. Oh, S.O.S. Nice. S.O.S. In case it
0: got really bad.
2: <laughs> yes, it's amazing. Oh. Like the argument that holding this aid uh. back was going to put Ukraine in danger after no. we withheld all of these uh, javelin missiles and other uh, associated military. Uh, During a hot items. war. During a hot mm-hmm. war. We mm-hmm. were like, ah, we're going to let them do whatever they want there. Have a blanket. Here's a blanket. <laughs> and now Trump gives them these things, but he's the one who yeah. is who is putting their security at risk. Uh, And of course, inherently putting our security at risk—it's so insane. This
0: is why I can't. This is why every day Mm. I I sit here and I mean, look at the news that I went through today, and I highlighted everything. And every day I look at this and I begin the show, and I think to myself, I don't know what to say to you. I know (laughs) I don't know what to say to you anymore. Yeah, because it's it's uh, it's all so clear. You know, there are only 11 million people watching this now, and they're celebrating. They're like. They're all saying record ratings, 11 million people spread over six networks, right? So nobody's getting nobody's watching ratings, ABC, NBC, CBS. They're not carrying it at night. Nobody's paying attention to this. So you can state Mm -hmm. any lie and Mm -hmm. dump it out into the system and it becomes true. You know, I saw the latest poll that it's like 45% want him impeached, 40% don't want him impeached, and 15% say they don't have enough infor- information to make a decision. 15%? I'll bet you that number is closer to 90%. Yeah.
2: But people just, yeah. they, they want to make their yeah. mind. They made a mind right. on Donald other- Trump, you know, two years ago. Yeah. It's done. Listen to this. Tell me, because even if you don't think Trump was the great, he didn't make the call wasn't perfect. Right? It wasn't a perfect call. I'm going to come out. I'm going to go out on a limb. Yeah. That was not a perfect call. I think when it results this way, it's not a perfect call. It's not call. a perfect call. But listen to this. Even if you think Trump didn't do a great job on this, listen to the, t- How can you disagree with this argument? This is from Rich Lowry. The underlying question is whether the U.S. Senate will impose the most severe sanction it has ever inflicted on any chief executive voting to convict and remove a president for the first time in the history of the country and doing it about 10 months from his reelection bid. This is a truly radical step that if it ever came about would surely do more damage to the legitimacy mm-hmm. of our political system than President Donald Trump's underlying offense. Uh, that's for sure. Uh, that is an become airtight
3: become argument. A it banana
2: is. republic. Yeah. yeah. We become a banana republic.
0: Look, let's say let's say Joe Biden gets in. Do you really think if you've removed this president there isn't a great desire To remove Joe Biden for anything at all. You don't think that there would be people, uh, you know, (laughs) that are Republicans and conservatives that go, you know, I think he's kind of losing it. What was that amendment again about, you
2: know, president not having the faculties? Mm -hmm. I mean, Mm -hmm. I think we should. I mean, the second Republicans got control, they would probably do the same thing. And you know what? You know, who predicted this very long ago was Chuck Schumer. We played the audio of it the other day where Chuck Schumer says this is eventually going to be used against Republicans or by uh, by uh, Democrats, by Democrats against Republicans. And he's, of course, just mapping out his own future Mm in 1998, and 99. Mm -hmm. He's just saying what I'm going to be doing in 20 years. And, you know, usually when you ask people where are you going to be in 20 years, you're wrong. Well, he was right. He actually predicted it.
0: Good work. Chuck. And that is what's really amazing about that is that's the first time he's been right in, in maybe, and maybe 40 years. <laughs> yeah. maybe the only time. the only time.
3: Thank you very much, Pat. I appreciate it.
2: Packer Unleashed, available anywhere you get your podcasts. You should
0: subscribe
3: right show. now.
2: And it's don't forget to subscribe show. on YouTube as well. All right.
0: One of the most irritating things in life is having to pay for something that you didn't want in the first place, like having to pay the dentist to perform some sort of medieval torture dance on your teeth or buying the lawnmower that you know, you're going to now have to use and you don't want to use it in life. It's generally best to avoid paying for things that you don't want. So why are you paying for somebody's cyber criminals, new TV, just because you weren't careful about, you know, securing your Wi-Fi. This is why you need LifeLock. LifeLock detects a whole wide range of identity threats and their agents work with you to fix them. If there's a problem, they got it covered. Somebody opening a new account in your name or selling bits of your personal information. These and other crimes are things that you don't need in your life or your family's life. Now, nobody can prevent all of that crap, uh, but LifeLock can see the threat that you might miss on your own. And if they miss something or you miss something at all, they have the team to come in and help fix it. So join now and save up to 25% off your first year by using the promo code back Call 800-LIFELOCK, 800-LIFELOCK, or head over to lifelock.com. Promo code BECK, 25% off now. You're listening to Glenn
1: Beck.
0: Coming up in just a couple of minutes, I'm going to tell you why uh, Sanders won't win in uh, Iowa, I think. uh, And why, really, in the end, Sanders and Warren and I think even Pete Buttigieg will not be the nominee. If, if, you know, uh, what's his name? Uh, Joe Biden doesn't fall apart, which is a very big if, a very big if. I will tell you why everyone's looking the other way as Democrats, why they're looking the other way on his corruption, why they're looking the other way uh, on his his age. I mean, I'm not trying to be mean or anything else, but he's not Joe Biden 2016 or 2012. He's just not. And uh, it is beginning to show he is a, he's still great for what 78 or 80 years old he's still he's still good for an 80 year old man but he's an 80 year old man now donald trump is old but he doesn't seem it he acts and has the vim and vigor of a of a 50 55 60 year old man um biden had that a few years ago but he doesn't now and I don't know what it is, his age, or he just doesn't have the desire to do it. He's been kicked around enough. I don't know what it is, but they're pushing this aside, and no one's no one's willing to actually say this because they're so desperate for something else. And I will tell you what that something else is. There are three categories uh, that I would put Democrats in. And the third category is... Is the forgotten man the one that no one is talking to? And I think it's the largest group. So, we will uh, we'll go through that here in uh, just a second. Uh, Mitt Romney. Here's audio from Mitt Romney yesterday, uh, hitting the Democrats. Listen to this.
3: I think the Democrats make a mistake uh, when they cry outrage time and time again. If everything is an outrage. And nothing is an outrage. So the big issue, I think, relates to witnesses and the discussion of witnesses, the vote on witnesses that counts is gonna be after opening arguments. My guess is today they're gonna to have lots of motions on witnesses, we've all told them. We're not gonna deal with that now. We're gonna deal with that after opening arguments, just like during the Clinton process. You're gonna vote against all the amendments today? I will, well, I, I haven't seen all the amendments, but if they bring up witness uh, amendments, for instance, I'm gonna say no, I've already indicated, I. I'm interested to hear from John Bolton, perhaps among others.
0: Okay, but Schiff says we can't wait that long. Here is video of Trump's fate, according to uh, Adam Schiff.
3: As we will discuss, impeachment exists for cases in which the conduct of the president rises beyond mere policies, disputes to be decided otherwise, and without urgency at the ballot box. Instead, we are here today to consider a much more grave matter. And that is an attempt to use the powers of the presidency to cheat in an election for precisely this reason. Okay. so
0: I heard bribery. I heard collusion. I've heard all of these. This is a new one that now he has to be impeached because he's going to steal the next
3: election.
1: You're listening.
0: Let me go to Stu right now. Let me go to Stu. Go ahead. Take the take the shot, please. Yeah. Where is he? Working on his stupid show. That's that's Stu doing Glenn. You know what I'm saying? That's exactly right. Jeez. Thank you. Sponsor here would like to uh, ask if you're having trouble falling or staying asleep because of racing thoughts. Well, who doesn't? Uh, what's What you need is to calm your mind. If you find that racing thoughts and an overactive mind are keeping you awake at night, it may be time to try Ebb. Ebb is the first wearable, drug-free solution that targets the root cause of sleeplessness. And they say by applying precise and continuing cooling of the forehead, Ebb reduces metabolic activity in the brain and helping calm your mind. The result, four out of five users report falling asleep faster and improving overall sweep, sleep quality. You have the energy to do things you love again by getting the sleep you need. You can try it now for free. You try Ebb, risk-free for 60 nights, and see if it's a solution you're looking for at tryeb.com tryeb, slash beck. That's tryeb.com slash beck. Tryeb.com slash beck.
1: fusion of entertainment and enlightenment.
0: What is happening in the Democratic Party right now? What is really, truly going on? Well, I think I know, and I, I think it is why I can come to you and say, Bernie Sanders is not going to win Iowa. Warren, Sanders, even Pete Buttigieg are not going to be the nominee. As long as Joe Biden doesn't disintegrate. And I'll tell you why. It has very little to do with Joe Biden. And everything to do with the forgotten Democrat. I go there in one minute.
1: This is the Glenn Beck Program.
0: In the next 60 seconds, uh, not one, but two houses will have been broken into. Things are going to be stolen. People's lives are going to be maybe endangered. Even people, when they come home, if they weren't endangered, they're going to feel very uncomfortable and violated and unsecure in their own house for a long, long time. So why is this happening? It's because one out of every five houses doesn't have any type of security at all. And those are the ones that fall prey. If you have an alarm system and it's on, nine out of ten times the burglars move to the next house. Don't let your house... Be robbed by just not having any kind of security now you can have security or you could have simply safe now simply safe will guarantee that the um the police because of their video verification technology, the police will arrive three and a half times faster from forty two or forty three minutes down to about seven and a half minutes that's the response time with simply safe that's the kind of response time that big corporations get because they have video verification simply safe is the only one that does this for you and you can monitor it with 24 7 security professionals for that feature or not and it costs you 50 cents a day to monitor it hello simplysafebeck.com go there now get a free uh a security camera as part of the deal it's normally 100 bucks it's yours today for free if you just order at simplysafebeck.com that's simplysafebeck.com Okay, I'm going to tell you about the three groups of Democrats, and one of these groups are going to decide the future of the Democratic Party and decide uh, the future, possibly, of the country. And then I want to tell you the three reasons why Donald Trump is going to be reelected. Now, this is speaking of today. Anything could happen. We could have a, an economic collapse. Uh, we could have, you know, war break out. Lots of things could happen. But lots of things could happen on the Democratic side as well, especially if Joe Biden is your is your horse. That thing could fall apart. I mean, he's not looking, you know, the 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 best uh, and uh, hasn't been performing well in debates. Okay, well, Bernie Sanders or or Elizabeth Warren or Pete Buttigieg, let me tell you why these people will not win. There are three groups of Democrats. And really, when you come down to it, there is only one group that is a traditional Democrat. First, you have the socialist revolutionaries. These are the people that have always been on the outside. They have not had a party They're communist, socialist revolutionaries. They are people like Bernie Sanders that have never really had a home. Now, those socialist revolutionaries were brought into the party uh, beginning back in the 1980s when they decided they really needed a coalition. They started bringing them in, but they were always kept at arm's length. Back in the early 2000s, They started bringing these real revolutionaries in to fight against George W. Bush. The people that did not necessarily vote for Democrats ever, but they were communists, they were socialists, they were literal revolutionaries, people like Bill Ayers and Bernadine Dorn. These people were always on the fringe of society or just under the radar. But then they were embraced to fight George W. Bush. And I warned at the time, you think you're using them? <laughs> They've been waiting for this moment. They, in the end, are going to destroy you. And they'll destroy you before they destroy the, Demo- or the Republican Party. So there's your first group of voters. They want... Radical change and nothing American. They do not want the Constitution. They don't want the guaranteed protections. They want um, they want not equal justice. They want social justice. They want redistribution of wealth. All of the stuff that Barack Obama was, you know, accused of because of the people he surrounded himself with and said, no, 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 that's crazy talk. Well, it's not because here they are. The second group is the, is the new, uh, if you will, uh, progressive, liberal, corrupt establishment. These were the people that started really kind of, you know, with FDR. Uh, they, they bastardized the word liberal, but they were still kind of holding on to things like the ACLU and saying, no, we're for freedom of speech, but really they weren't. But it, it was close enough to where most people didn't understand. And nobody wanted to believe that all of these politicians were as corrupt as they were. Now we know these politicians are absolutely corrupt. And I'm not just saying the Democrats, Republicans are too. Just corrupt. And they're not in it for anybody but them and their family, apparently. And they can get rich a million different ways, and they do not want their power to end. But they're progressive liberals, and they don't want to really upset the apple cart. They'd like enough of a revolution to where it's not so hard trying to keep keep electing the same people over and over again. They'd like that to happen. And then there's the third category. And I think this is the majority of Americans. And the majority of Democrats, they're the forgotten Democrat. They're the ones that are looking for, dare I say it, hope and change. The reason why Barack Obama's hope and change worked is because almost everyone was looking for hope and change. I was looking for hope and change. I was tired of the Bush administration. I was tired of the backroom deals. I was tired of being lied to. I was tired of the never-ending wars. I was tired of the out-of-control spending. I was tired of being talked down to and called, you know, not being a patriot if you weren't for the Patriot Act. I wanted hope and change too. But when Barack Obama offered it, A lot of people just heard that and they thought, yeah, he's saying what I believe. That's why I've always said you have to really understand who you're standing next to, who you're supporting, because they might say all the right things. Barack Obama capitalized on hope and change, but his hope and change required fundamental transformation of the United States of America. Now, there's a difference between revolution and and restoration. I want a restoration of what was right with America while getting rid of those things that are wrong with America. Corruption. The out-of-control spending where no one is held responsible for anything. I want a fair justice system. I want, I want truth, justice, and the American way. And I think there's plenty of Democrats all across this country that are hardworking people that feel the same way. They're tired of getting the shaft. They're tired of being told that they're the problem. They're tired of being told that, uh, you know, uh, they'll never make it. When they know, when they're talking to their friends in the coffee shop, we could fix this. Guys, we could fix this. You know what the problem is. They really believe they can fix it because they can fix it in their own town, in their own life. So what they're looking for is somebody that's not insane, somebody that doesn't want the fundamental transformation of America, and somebody that's an outsider. They're looking for Donald Trump. Which is why 18% of those who voted for Donald Trump were Democrats. They're looking for someone who just, you know, who Donald Trump is. Is there any question in your mind? You'd know, you know, yesterday I saw the news report. Donald Trump broke his record for tweets yesterday. My response was, duh, really? Of course he did. We know who he is imperfections at all we know who he is and you're willing to accept that because as insane as he might seem or insane as uh his his actions might seem to people his actions on the world stage what he's actually done not what he said what he's actually done, Not insane. What he's actually done with the economy, it's working. Seems to be going really well. Imagine what it would be if he took those insane trade tariffs away. But you know what? It's okay right now. What he did with Iran? That was insane. No, it wasn't. Seemed to have worked. Seemed to have worked, at least temporarily. But they're always going to be a problem. People are looking for somebody not to not look nuts. They don't care. They knew Donald Trump looked nuts. They knew he looked like he wasn't presidential. I said that in 2007. If Barack Obama gets into office, he is so slick, we're going to have a guy who has a gravy stain on his tie and stands up and maybe farts during his speech. Is like, <laughs> we all fart, huh? That's who we have. That's who we have. And everybody looks at the outside packaging of Donald Trump, the -the over-the-top, everything-is-perfect Donald Trump. And they know, (laughs) I don't know how he does it, but he does it. Now, if his administration was putting together the insanity of an agenda that was as insane as his tweets and everything else, he would be gone he would at least not be uh, uh reelected but it's not that's the packaging the substance is different than the packaging and people know that because they feel safe they feel like you know there's encroachments on things but we're okay at least the president's not crazy and listening to you know, crazy people on either side. And he's doing things that we all wanted to do. I mean, what did Democrats want? They wanted an end to these endless wars. What did many Republicans want in 2008? An end to these endless wars. We don't want to be lied to. We don't want people undercover doing things where they're enriching themselves or they're getting us entangled into foreign affairs without even talking to us about it. We just want to be left alone and be able to do our work, and we still also want to be charitable. So when they look, when the Democrats look at Bernie Sanders, there's always going to be, I mean, it should be about 10%, but I think we're up to maybe 20 or 30% of this population that is now willing on the Democratic side to go to war. I'll have a revolution. I think it's around 10%, but it could be as high as 30. Warren doesn't have the same same effect on the voter as Bernie Sanders does, but she also doesn't have—she has more of the corrupt establishment air that hurts her, and he has more of the, yeah, Soviet gulags were great air to keep his numbers suppressed— but the vast majority of people are not looking for the corrupt establishment. They're not looking for the, the, the rebel and revolutionary on any issue anymore. They've been revolutionized enough for a while. Can we just sit down and relax for a minute? They're looking for somebody that has hope and change. Joe Biden doesn't have that. He doesn't have that. But Joe Biden... What he does have is the feeling that he's not a revolutionary. He doesn't want to overturn all of American history and fundamentally transform things. And that's enough. And I'll give you the evidence of this in one minute. Let me talk to you about shave secret. Shave secret is really the way to shave. Just a couple of drops, three or five drops, on your on your wet hands, and you massage it into your face, or you, you, you ladies, you can do it to your legs. Uh, and it is a much cleaner, better shave all around. It's just essential oils. It's a it's a proprietary blend of these essential oils. And you just you just put it on the hair, and it softens everything up. It it helps stop the nicks and the cuts and uh, the ingrown hairs. It also stops the rash. I get a rash on the bottom of my neck. You don't have a problem with a rash on your bottom of the neck with Shave Secret. It's really a revolutionary product that is not really revolutionary because it's been around forever. It's the way people used to shave before all these companies came out, and they were like, hey, I know. We could make money by selling them gel or shaving cream. Yeah, just get Shave Secret. It's available everywhere. Uh, You can get it at Amazon. Uh, You can get it at HEB, Wegmans Grocery Stores. Uh, You can also get it at ShaveSecret.com. If you go to ShaveSecret.com, use the promo code BECK, get a 10% discount. ShaveSecret.com, promo code BECK. Get it now. It's a close, close shave. It's just so comfortable and so inexpensive. It's Shave Secret. Do it now. 10 seconds. Break for, for Station ID. Okay, so now let me give you, let me give you an example. And this is what, this is what, uh, is is hurting the Democratic Party. And the first one was done by Biden. And if Biden wants to win, which I'm not sure, if Biden wants to win, he should stop saying things like this. Yesterday in Iowa, uh, he said that if ICE agents, if they deport illegal aliens for criminal offenses that aren't felonies, and uh, he says drunk driving doesn't count as a felony, then he's going to fire that ICE agent what what first of all in most states if you get a felony for drunk driving it's not the first time you get a felony for drunk driving it's because you've been stopped several times or you have have been really reckless and either hurt somebody or almost really hurt somebody that's the only way you get a felony and that's what all Americans get what are you talking about so a special rule And he says, I know we're not even going to ice as an agency if they try to evict somebody who is not a felon in this country. And he, he emphasized that twice in this country. So, in other words, they could be a felon in their last country, but he won't deport them. That is not something that the average person wants, whether they whether they say that out loud or not. And when you put people like this and policies like this coupled right next to people like Elon Omar. Last night I did a special on Elon Omar. While she has been denouncing the Jews and President Trump, she's not paying attention to Minneapolis. Robbery has, sur- uh, has surged in Minneapolis since she's been around 46%, up 46%. Okay, well, maybe that's not her. Maybe that's just the uh, maybe that's just the attorney general. Oh, I could very well be Keith Ellison. But let me give you some FBI statistics. In her district, it has become the terrorist recruitment capital of the US. More people in Ilan Omar's district have either joined or attempted to join terrorist organizations more there than any other place in the entire country. So you can say what you want, Democrats, that we don't like her because she's Muslim or a woman or a refugee. None of that is true. And when people are weighing who they're going to vote for, they don't want to vote for people who are in bed with that kind of a radical. When you have when you have in north carolina the bladen county board of elections saying that they are not going to uh uh stand for the pledge of allegiance that's there's a difference between saying you know i don't like all this jingoistic stuff and people now who are openly declaring This country and this flag is racist. That's not where the average person lives. That's not where the average Democrat lives. When you hear the extremists say climate change through predatory capitalism is going to end the world in 10 to 12 years. By the way, John Cusack, that should be eight years because we've already... You know, we've already had years pass since this first came out. Listen to Greta. She
2: said eight years just the other day. Listen to Greta. She knows. Greta's the authority. It is. This is this is why Donald Trump is winning.
0: This is why the radicals will not be elected. Our sponsor of this half hour is LifeLock. One of the most irritating things in life, besides politics, is having to pay for something that you didn't want in the first place. Well... Why are you paying for that new TV from that cybercriminal? Why are you paying for his vacation? Why are you paying for his kids to go to school instead of yours? The only reason why that happened is because you didn't s- secure your Wi-Fi. That's why you need LifeLock. LifeLock detects a wide range of identity threats, and their agents will work to fix them. So somebody steals something from you, a piece of your identity, and they're trying to buy a TV with it. They're nailed, and this is fixed. And the, the hole is, uh, is stopped up. And the people that will do it and have the longest experience of doing it from anybody else is LifeLock. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but LifeLock will see the threats you might miss on your own. Join now and save up to 25% off your first year by using the promo code BACK. Call 800-LIFELOCK or head over to LifeLock.com. Use the promo code BACK for 25% off now. LifeLock.com.
2: It's the fastest growing podcast in history, up infinity percent from last year. Stew Does America. Go to stewdoesamerica.com for all the links.
0: So one of the reasons why Bernie Sanders is doing well is because he does have a lot of the Donald Trump uh, attitude. He doesn't care. He doesn't care. He's not buttoned up. He looks like the seagull from Little Mermaid. Um, He's angry and and nasty to people. Did you see the Tom Steyer thing? where he was on video <laughs> and, and Tom Steyer came over to talk to him and he just, he just, Bernie just shoved him away. Oh, yeah. Like, get away from me. He is. But that's one thing that Americans want. Is Bernie Sanders more sane than Donald Trump? Not even. Not even. Oh, God, no. Yeah, not even. He's just different uh, in uh, his personality traits. But
2: he's yeah. just as, and it's a remix of sort of the same brand in some ways. It is, you know, Bernie's much more ideological than Trump, right? Yes. Like, I mean, he's just and a that's committed what hurts socialist. him. Yeah,
0: that's what hurts him. People don't want the. I'm saying the average American yeah. do not want the socialism b- from Bernie Sanders, but they are attracted to this guy who's like, let me just tell you like it is. Yeah, well, I it. hate that guy. He's got a funny looking nose. That's. Bernie Sanders, and that's
2: Donald Trump. That was Ron Paul in yes, some ways, too. Yes. Like what well, They didn't necessarily love his libertarian ideology. You see that, obviously, I mean, look at the, the state of our politics. There's literally zero parties or politicians arguing for spending less right now. <laughs> no one cares about it at right. all. Uh, on the other hand, though, Ron Paul was dedicated to something. He seemingly really believed it, and he kind of just blurted stuff out. He looked like this kind of old Old uh, coot that would just be out there just screaming at people, and like I, I don't care, I'm going to stand up, and I don't care what you think about me. That is, there's something very American about that, and something very that, that people do love. I, I think right. they like that, no matter what the ideology behind it is. But but let's just ask yourself: if you're a Democrat, I think
0: that you are the forgotten Democrat. If you are working right now transcribing this show for George Soros and media matters. Well, you're not the forgotten matter, uh, uh, um, Democrat. You are the, the socialist Democrat or the democratic socialist that is pushing for revolution. But let me talk to the average Democrat all across the country. With all the things that are going on in your city, how would you feel if your city spent $300,000 to stop Chick-fil-A from being at your, at your regional airport? Well, I don't them to spend one dollar to do that. No. You should just what let you, them come in and do their thing. It's a sandwich and it's a yummy sandwich. It's not like it's you know, it's not like you bite into it and you're like, mm, you know, not only is this a good sandwich, but gosh darn it, Jesus saves. It's not happening. Yes,
2: sometimes it is a religious experience, <laughs> yes, I've it, heard. But yes.
0: yeah. but it's not it. What are you doing? Right. What are you doing? $300,000. This is San Antonio. Spending $300,000 in Texas mm. to stop Chick-fil-A from being f- at, an air at an airport. At an airport. Who cares?
2: Yeah, it's funny. The people they don't want they don't want Chick-fil-A serving its sandwiches at an airport because that violates that whole thing, but I mean, do you think they actually care about uh, if you try to make immigration restrictions from war-torn nations from flying into their airport? The same people would be out there saying, "You can't stop Syrians. Assad <laughs> wants
0: to
3: land in San Antonio. He lands in San Antonio." It,
2: uh,
0: how would how would you feel if you found out your city was going to spend three hundred thousand dollars to make sure that CNN? Wasn't in the lounge on television at your air, at your airport. Right. I mean,
2: do I want CNN in the lounge? Probably no. not. Do, do I, I care, care at all? No. no. I walk by and I don't watch it. Right. And, and I, I laugh you at it. And- if you think Chick Chick Fil A sandwiches turn you into someone who doesn't like gay people, then you cannot go there. Right. Because I know that's a big risk. If if your if your feelings are so strong on the subject that you think a nugget might change them. Then yes, okay, you know, just don't eat a Chick-fil-A. You can handle it. So let me ask you after that,
0: Democrats, you want more of that or less of that? You want somebody telling everybody and spending your money to force people to be
2: woke? Are are voters not answering that question, though, right now? They are. And they're saying, no, we don't want that. Yep. Like, you know, why is Joe Biden, who is objectively, a terrible presidential candidate. The man can't get through three consecutive sentences without, you know, his car engine stalling. He, like, he just stops mid-word, and then he has to crank the engine. He goes out in the front of the car with an old-timey crank and cranks the engine back up to get through the rest of the sentence. That's what Joe Biden does. He's a objectively terrible presidential candidate. However, for some reason, he continues to lead this field, and it's because... All of these other people. Let me give you some. Uh, Kamala Harris, uh, Bill de Blasio, Kirsten Gillibrand, um, uh, uh, Jay Inslee, uh, let's see, Cory Booker, Eric Swalwell, Bob Frank O'Rourke. Bob Frank O'Rourke. I forgot about him. I know, he's already forgotten completely. Oh my gosh. These people all walked in there and said uh, to voters, we swear... We're more woke slash socialist than everyone else in this field. They in all fact, raced into the woke primary. In
0: fact, I want to apologize that I'm
2: a white man. Yeah, I mean, Kirsten Gillibrand said that she's like, I am up here telling you, I want to explain to you, I'm gonna explain to you why I, as a white woman, have white privilege. Now that is I mean, Tom Steyer's on stage saying, you know what, I'm a billionaire. You know who sucks billionaires? Just shut up. All Nonsense, right, so all of these people, with the exception of two, have been burned by this whole woke primary idea, and the only two people who haven't been burned by it are Warren and Sanders, and it's because for them it's authentic, right mm. like they're authentically socialists, I think yes. it's true yes, they're Warren authentically lies about being more moderate because she doesn't want to quite be Bernie. Yes. But they're both the same. Mm-hmm. They're both socialists. They're both mm-hmm. the most woke you can possibly be. And so they've been able to capture that wing of the Democratic Party. Everyone else has been burned by this approach. And people like Andrew Yang, who have gone the other direction and just tried to be normal, keep hanging around and raising tons of money. Okay. So that
0: is that goes to that goes to the main point going back to the regular Democrat. Do you know of a regular Democrat that is not all tied up into politics, that is a guy, white guy, owns a company, successful, built it himself, blah, 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 that is ashamed of being white? No. Now, is there something to be said about, you know, we have a lot of privilege, not just as white people, but all Americans. We have a lot of privilege, and we should walk around a little more humbly, and we should— yes. And that's why I go to church because I get that message at church. Mm-hmm. But to to whip ourselves because oh my gosh I was born into privilege is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And everybody knows. It. And and it's 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 a uh, an anti Christ message. The woke atmosphere is an anti Christ message. Not meaning that it came from the Antichrist, but it is. The opposite of Christ. There's no forgiveness. There's no humility. You, In fact, if you're woke, you can and should pound your chest. I'm the most woke person here. Who's, who wants to go to that church? Hmm. Who wants
2: to go to the church where the priest is like, I'm really the only woke person here? The candidates and the media want that. The voters, even on the Democratic side, don't want it. No, they don't. And that's why a lot of them last time voted for Donald Trump. And and why a lot of them this time will vote for Donald Trump. And they don't
0: get it yet. San Francisco will no longer seek cash bail in criminal cases. So if you've committed a crime, they just want a pinky promise. And they just want to know that you're not going to go do something. They're not going to require you to put cash down because that's elitist. Oh, well, I super, super promise. California police are now warning the public not to attack a sexual predator with tattoos all over his face. His name is Pirate. That's his legal name, Pirate. Mm, He's a dangerous sexual predator. Mm. Police are warning him, hey, or warning people, hey, leave him alone. He's just like you. Well, I don't want him beaten in the streets, but I'm going to notice him. Have you had enough yet? The answer to that question is yes, and let me let me show you how deeply it goes. When J.T. and Mary Joe Turnipseed moved to this sleepy little town in Star, uh, called Star, Idaho a town of 6,000, they thought they had found the perfect place to retire from the stress of Southern California. They loved the smell of mint that drifted in from the farms and how the neighbors knew each other by name and the general store that reminded them of small town Iowa where they had both grown up. But that was six years ago. Since then, Star, about 30 minutes of West Boise, uh, has become one of the fastest growing cities in Idaho, one of the fastest growing states in the nation. Over the past nine years, Star's population has doubled to more than 10,000. More growth has come from people like the turnip seeds who uprooted from the West Coast to the greater Boise area known as the Treasure Valley drawn by the promise of less stressful and more affordable living by 24 by 2040 stars population could surpass thirty five thousand. now they're grappling with some of the same problems the turnip seeds left california to escape and this whole story is well let me just give you this from ms turnip seed can't believe i'm giving you a story from ms turnip seed from california but she said we're really afraid this is going to turn into what we left Yes, it is. There's no place to escape from it. You can't destroy one place and then go, wow, this place sucks, and then move to another with all of your friends from that place because it's going to eventually suck. Because you're missing the point. All of this woke bullcrap, all of this... Uh, All of this socialism, there's no socialism on the mint farm in Idaho. People are not neighborly because the government tells them to. It's because they all work together because they want to. It's what we used to call being an American. And I don't think that the field represents that at all. But Joe Biden is the only one with a whiff of it that people think have a chance to win. But because of three things that Donald Trump has going for him, they're not going to win. And it's this, as of today, the economy. People feel secure. And he's not pursuing insane woke socialist anti-capitalist country destroying uh, policies he may write crazy things but when you look at your life people are going to look at their life and go you know what i'm 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 pretty okay with this i don't like everything but i'm pretty okay with this i uh, these people these people are crazy i think I want to talk to you about Relief Factor. I was so impressed with this woman who came in. She was in our studio, her and her husband. And she came in to thank me for um, giving her her life back. And I said, I didn't do that. Uh, Relief Factor did. Relief Factor gave her her life back. She had been on um, opioids through a doctor's prescription. I mean, fentanyl for 12 years. And it was making her worse and worse, and her husband said she was just a zombie all the time. And she hated it, and she would try to get off and you know, try anything else, but nothing else worked. Um, she finally started taking Relief Factor because she was listening to this show, and her husband was listening to this show, and and all of a sudden, she can get off the opioids. She's now fully clean of all of the opioids, and her pain is manageable. Man, from a ghost to a full-blooded, uh, a full-blooded human again. Because I think when you're on drugs, that's what you are. You're just like a ghost. Get your life back. Try Relief Factor now. If you want a drug-free, natural way to ease your pain and get your life back, try it. Please, ReliefFactor.com. Go and try their quick starts. $19.95, 70% of the people who try it continue to order more. It's Relieffactor.com.
1: You're listening to Glenn Beck. <laughs>
0: You know, what's amazing is uh, West Virginia now is scrambling uh, to see if there's any way to let counties from Virginia join West Virginia. Can you do that, Stu? I, I thought constitutionally, you, you know, you couldn't create a new
2: state out of a state, right? You, well, unless you have the approval of the uh, state legislature. Right. Um, however, you can do it in Washington, D.C. without that approval, which is one of the kind of crazy left-wing legal theories going around. Create 177 states or something, or 150 states out of uh, out of Washington, D.C., you get 150 liberal states that will approve all of your amendments, and then you can amend the Constitution at will. This is like a legitimate thing. was proposed in the Harvard Law Review recently. Do you really think the American people would stand for that? It's hard to imagine that that's not like almost like
3: Civil War causes. That's Civil right? War cause. That's uh, right? a I mean, Civil it, War cause. That's
2: because that's just a total... I mean, it's technically, in theory, constitutional, and you and only need three out of four. If that's what... If that's the game played, I would
0: not recognize the government that would do that as yeah, uh, as a constitution. As, but remember... Governments are instituted among men yeah. to protect these rights.
2: Right. And so This would be the, trampling them. Trampling And them. to the point of that, a state, a th- like a normal U.S. state, would be like two blocks in Washington, D.C. And they would ca- carve it out so they were all left-wing states, because you know, it's 90% vote Democrat anyway. Carve it out so it's all left-wing states, and then they could approve... Only Washington D.C. could change the laws. That's something that Harvard said. Yeah, that's like Donald Trump, you know, sitting on the
0: crapper at three a.m., going, "This is going to drive them nuts." Yeah, you know what I mean. I
2: think that's somebody at Harvard just trolling. I don't think it's a legitimate reality. Right. However, it is theoretically possible and being proposed, obviously, by serious people in the Harvard Law Review, and and it has some support. I mean, also people like Vox supported it. Vox was like, you know, we don't agree with this plan to to, uh, institute another 130 states in Washington, D.C. Should be 150, because then you don't have to depend on any of the other states. The bottom line legislation
0: here in uh, West Virginia, in the spirit of conciliation, the legislature of West Virginia hereby extends an invitation to our fellow Virginians who wish to do so to join us in our noble experiment of 156 years of separation from the government of Richmond. Wow. Wow.
2: Take a second. All right. New year deserves
0: a new pair of Decovis boots. Start strong with that feeling of confidence and comfort that only comes with a real high-quality pair of Western boots. Even if you've never worn cowboy boots before, Tecovis has the perfect pair for you. Tecovis boots, they're made to honor the cowboy in all of us. And I don't care where you live, there is a part of you that's cowboy, honorable in your daily dealings, authentic in the way we live, committed to the ideals that built the greatness that is America. And every pair is handmade with high-quality, full-grain leathers by world-class bootmakers with no shortcuts or compromises ever. The styles are classic and handsome up any room they're in and when you wear your Tecovis, I mean you shouldn't kick down any doors, but it's good to know that you probably could. Tecovis, they haven't forgotten about Middle America. Instead, they cut out the middleman, so you pay a fair price. Plus free shipping and exchanges makes it simple. So find your pair at tacovas.com slash That's T E C O V A S dot com slash Beck. Tecovis, Western goods for New Frontiers. I don't understand I don't understand Hillary this China thing. Can you they they closed down this city it's bigger than New York. They've mm-hmm. closed down 4. Mm-hmm. This one's bigger than New York City. Yep.
2: How deadly is this thing? Are we getting the truth on this cuz I thought it was just like the a bad flu. Yeah. You don't see I'm surprised you don't seem worried, Mr. Catastrophist. Uh, you usually can see the worst-case oh, scenario. No, I welcome it now. <laughs> You're just praying now for I'm the like, corona- coronavirus. You're from China? <gasps> <gasps> <laughs> well, uh, somebody showed up in Washington
3: 45 seconds. with it
2: right. yesterday. First U.S. case. I think 17 people have died. But again, like, the, it's, uh, unprecedented like even in ch- and- it's unprecedented even in China uh, to shut it down. They believe it came from snakes, by the way, or bats. Someone may have eaten bat soup. And, uh, and pa- I mean... Oh, for the love of... If, if our society gets wiped out because someone ate bat soup, what do you... Just throw your hands up. You know, what are you gonna do? Like we Isn't that a fitting it. end? is a- that really a fitting end? Someone ate some bat soup. Good yeah. night, everybody. <laughs> now, what do you do? You just get off
0: stage. It's just <laughs> scrolled on the wall of the CDC <laughs> by a dying passenger in their own blood. It was the bat soup. <laughs> All right, back in just a second. So it was a year ago that the media just went after the Covington Catholic school kids. Just went after them. Robbie Suave, uh, Rabbi Suave uh, is a writer for Reason.com. And he says, yeah, well, that, that was bad. But what's happened since is worse. You have to hear his case in one minute.
1: This is the Glenn Beck Program.
0: Down the windswept and dusty plains of the American frontier, even in measured strides, walks the cowboy. He's a man of few words, but those words are his bond. And the calluses that you feel in his handshake that you share with him let you know that the integrity and hard work form the crossbars and the compass by which he guides his life. He doesn't take any shortcuts. His word is his bond. He lives life the way he wants to live it. That's why the cowboy boot means something to us, because it represents that kind of person. That cowboy that strolls across the American way of life. And that American way of life, in some way, is, is found in the soles of a pair of Tacovis boots... And when you're wearing a pair yourself, you will feel the the call to the frontier, maybe not the wild west or you know around cattle, but just being a different person, just being a person of integrity, and you cut a different path. I want you to go to Takovas' today when you make a hundred and fifty dollar purchase. And you enter the word Beck at checkout, you're going to get a free uh, hand-stiff calfskin card case. All of their products are hand-done. I mean, their boots are really amazing. And half the price of what you would pay for a boot uh, of similar quality. Half the price. These take over 200 steps made by hand to create the best leathers, the best exotic uh, skins are on these boots. Tekovas. Go to T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com. dot com slash Beck. Tekovas dot com slash Beck. Find your pair. Make sure you enter the promo code Beck at checkout to get that uh, that uh, uh, that uh, special deal of a forty five dollar calfskin card case. It's Tacovis, Tekovas Western goods for your frontiers. Robbie Swabe is a senior editor at Reason. Reason.com. He's got a great article out now. A year ago, the media mangled the Covington Catholic story, but what happened next was even worse. Welcome, Robbie. How are you? I'm great. Thanks for having me. You bet. So, so make this case. It's fascinating.
4: Sure. So, uh, so it's a year later, and uh, I was looking back at you know the story, what people said, how it kind of all happened. This was obviously a big story for me. Was one of the first to kind of see the full footage and uh, and kind of and try to reverse this narrative that had taken hold. Right. Um, anyway, what struck me is that you know there, there. So the mainstream media has attracted a lot of well-deserved criticism for reporting this story and getting it wrong. Outlets like Washington Post, CNN, etc., that have subsequently been sued by Nicholas Sandman, etc. Um, but what I what I was struck by looking back on this again is those outlets. So certainly deserve blame. They got it wrong, but they did. Um, they did reverse course when it was called out. Um, there were so many uh, more ideological writers, pundits, etc., who who not only did not apologize, they continue to defiantly assist, uh, insist, and probably do to this day that the initial media coverage was correct. There were people who went looking for facts that had nothing to do with all of this. Um, You know, oh, well, years ago at a Covington basketball game, is this someone in blackface? And it it wasn't. But even if it was, (laughs) it would have had nothing to do with whether Nicholas Zanman had harassed uh, this Native American man. So I was more I almost feel like we've forgotten that side of it a little bit in the focus on um, how irresponsible the kind of more mainstream coverage was.
0: So, first of all, let's talk about the mainstream coverage for just a second and what's happening to them. Any idea? Any guess? What CNN settled for?
4: Uh, I I have asked people there. I've tried to find out this information. Um, no one knows. My just wild guess would be like two or three million dollars. Mm. Um, it would surprise me if they paid more than five. Wow, that's uh, what
0: that's what Stu says. I yeah. would be surprised if it was not in double digits, or I mean in in, in, so. in eight f- digits. eight, eight digits. Mm-hmm. Um, I just. Well,
4: I just. My frame of reference here is the role is Rolling Stone. Uh, the lawsuits from the University of Virginia gang rape that from right. years ago, right? And that and and honestly, that was a stronger case uh, because Rolling Stone's uh, wrongdoing was was actually more egregious. Um, and they, you know, that was million a couple million dollar payout.
2: Yeah, and we should point out, Robbie was also uh, one of the guys leading that uh, truth telling uh, ability there. Because I mean, without without you, Robbie, I don't know we would have ever had the truth on either one of these two stories. So thank you for doing that. That was
4: uh, it's important work. Uh, thank you. You know, it was it was my <laughs> pleasure to really get to the truth of these things. And I don't, you know, I'm not. It wasn't like I was so ideologically invested in these either of these stories. I just sat down to write something. And then you start looking at the other information available. And and both times I started thinking, oh, wow, there's a lot more to this that people haven't really picked up on yet.
0: So, Robbie, I mean, just look, let's just look at today where Joe Biden came out and issued a memo yesterday to the news media that said, fall in line. It's uh, worse than a journalistic malpractice if you say that there's anything at all to these uh, conspiracy theories on any wrongdoing by me or my son in ukraine and they're taking it they're taking it they're there the, the media is not outraged by that how, how do we what? how do we even have hope for the truth in a with a media like
4: this i mean that's the problem right the problem is uh we have divided i think into two tribes quite neatly there's there's Trump tribe and there's media tribe, and so the media are not uh, the the illusion. I think to some degree this always was an illusion, right? That they're objective gatekeepers and just kind of call you know calling it like they see it, and they're not taking sides and they're fair and down the middle. That is that is over, and to to some degree they're not even claiming that, or they're not not as strongly even claiming that. They're in the opposition camp. And so, all things that happened, all developments, all, all stories, news must be must be segmented, must be put in either how does this you know how does this help Trump if you're a pro-Trump person, or or how is this is, how does this help and defend the media? The media is the opposition party, so that's not surprising to see candidates who represent the media party, explicitly calling for them to, you know, to kind of serve on the front lines of, of a war on Trump, because that is that is the role uh, they are suggesting that they are going to play. Not, not everyone, not all of them, but, but a lot more than it used to be. So
0: 2024, I think, is when historically the pendulum should start shifting back uh, towards some sanity. Um, do you see an appetite at all for the truth where the chips fall i mean i don't i present i try to present the truth but i am also an opinion guy i'm not news i don't know of uh of anybody who is uh who is huge mainstream that would even consider taking on no let the chips fall where they may Who who's doing well, that
4: i mean that's a that's a problem right uh the The kind of I think um scaring people cells or worrying people that uh that a lot of this is even non ideological that just things are worse than ever, and then there's an ideological component right that we live in in like a more racist and more sexist and more homophobic et cetera et cetera society so then of course, when something like Covington happens, that confirms your thinking' because you're looking for it because you're thinking these are this is the worst of all times, and we've degraded as a society, et cetera. Uh, you know, I see all the time, again, outlets like CNN, Washington Post, reporting things like hate crimes are higher than ever. But if you actually dig into the statistics, and I really have, they don't they don't even begin to prove that that's true. And it actually seems quite ridiculous if you think of <laughs> how far we've come as a country on many of these fronts. Uh, but they're they're scaring you with these headlines all the time to, to worry you into thinking the world is such a bad place.
0: But I remember I had, and Stu, let's see if you remember this, I think it was the – the editor of the san francisco examiner very left and i had him on the show because he said uh glenn beck is a journalist blah 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 and uh and in some way in a weird way he was kind of almost endorsing that you know journalistic credibility and i had him on the air and i said i'm an opinion maker i try to take the facts and do my own homework. but then what I present is an opinion. He said, that's a journalist. I said, no, that's not a journalist. And there was this weird conversation where I had a journalist trying to convince me that I was a journalist and I'm not. But now, <laughs> y- you know, you just you just said it. There is no difference between the truth that you get from CNN. Well let me use this. Brian Stelter last week just had on reliable sources. Media
4: matters. (laughs) Hello. Uh, So these people who cut, yeah, they cut video clips and of people saying things, and they make it look like it's really bad. And then, and then I've learned now I have to go back and watch the full clip. Right. Maybe you're missing a very important segment of of what what whoever it is just said.
0: uh, You know, it it kind of goes to question your article. Because um, you said, you know, the other media was even worse. It, are they separate anymore? Is there an opinion media and CNN? Are they different?
4: I think social media has made has eroded this distinction because you have people um, who are supposedly straight news objective reporters who don't have opinions and of course everyone has opinions so this is oh, this was almost always a little silly sure but then you can see what they're saying on twitter um you know they're neat you're getting their knee-jerk unedited reactions to news to things like covington or whatever or, or like just jussie smollett and they're you know they're 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 falling over themselves about how horrible this is and you know Smearing anyone who even is slightly skeptical of it—not in the news story that they're going to write for their paper, but on their social media feed. So then you're seeing, you know, what they really think. What has not been what has not been uh, worked on by an editor. And uh, almost that's clarifying. And it's like it's like a good thing that was allowed to happen because now there's there can be no more delusions about this.
2: Yeah, and you go into a lot of this. The uh, great examples in your story. I mean, some of people who are saying how punchable Nick Sandman's face is. Um, You go through a ton of them one in particular who I believe referred to you as a professional contrarian which is quite the title Um, but they went on to say even after all of this footage came out not only was it uh, was it uh, wrong to change your mind on the story and think that you know these kids didn't really do anything you were a sellout if you came out and corrected yourself they actually went after the people who had the courage to correct themselves on the story
4: yeah that's right they were shaming people who said they're sorry and that was really the point of my most recent piece is to say it's you know it's better to be wrong and apologize than to be wrong and 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 but insist you weren't wrong and cling to that wrongness and then try to attack people uh for having a a shred of integrity or more integrity than you do yeah that was a a piece of deadspin that was just utterly vile and and deadspin is a is a Really kind of mean spirited place anyway, but i no, would. a dead spin is like was <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. or was <laughs> or was
4: or was right, yeah.
2: Well, that, that was one, one of the things favorite I, favorite I wanted to, I was interested know? in, uh, Robbie. Because when I read, I was reading your piece and I hadn't, I had missed the initial dead pit, dead spin piece when it came out. And I thought to myself, gosh, you know, you make a mistake like that, then you double down on it in the nasty way that you cover in the piece. I went back and read her piece and thought to myself, Gosh, she must have paid a price for this, right? Like, it, it, journalistically, like, in your, in your job, you probably have a tougher time getting a job. No, she's gone to a more mainstream outlet and has a better job than she did when she wrote the piece. She was rewarded for this behavior, and now is, at, I believe, Vice and has a nice big role over at Vice.
4: Yes, and I remember people at the time, a year ago, this was... Share so there were people at slightly more uh, mainstream, not mainstream, but in like an like Atlantic type leftist, sure. more respectable. Um, I remember people sharing that piece and citing that piece in clearly in a way that like this is what I wish I could have said. This is how I, this represents my thinking, but I can't get away with that in my position. But mm. but so I'll just put this out for you to you know what I mean. Yeah. You know, there was a lot of that.
2: Yeah, a lot of that. Yeah, that's a, I mean it doesn't surprise me. But I mean, it's a, it is remarkable that someone goes through that. You know, Deadspin obviously. Uh, you know, they, they were a, it was a big attitude place, and you know, obviously went through all of its troubles and is basically you know gone now. But to go over to now to Vice, which again is not I'm not saying is a mainstream site, and it certainly has some of the same characteristics as Deadspin, but. It has shows on HBO and it has Mm -hmm. these big relationships with advertisers and all this. And she gets rewarded for this stuff. I mean, this is why it's impossible, I think, for people to take the media seriously when sometimes they do need to take it seriously because this stuff continues to happen over and over again. Robbie, what what happens next?
0: Where do we go from
2: here?
4: Oh, that's a a difficult question. I mean... I, w- I wish we could have some uh, some faith in the media. I wish they were more responsible and could earn back the public trust. In some cases, because a lot of you know, I'm, I'm a journalist. I know a lot of people who do good work, um, and it, it it some. I think sometimes it all gets written off because of these high-profile total disasters. So there needs to be some kind of um, settling down, or taking a breath, or stepping back. Or I just wish people, uh, the journalists themselves, would. Would refrain from from having this need to like um, tell crazy viral stories without any additional information. Like, (laughs) I mean, the the fundamental fact of the Covington story is that it wasn't even a story. It was a trivial incident between people who were not who had no social significance. So there was no reason to write about it in the first place. Right. So that kind of news judgment that privacy matters a little bit that we should not use all the technology we have today to like watch people all the time and and call them out for wrong think i mean that takes an active personal responsibility on the part of the media that maybe they will get there
0: yeah Uh, after not after their response to joe biden's memo where he said step in line and don't don't report on any of this stuff uh i I think we're I think we're a ways before they start to turn around and go, hey, maybe I'm headed in the wrong direction. Robbie, uh, Robbie, thank you so much. Robbie uh, Suave, senior editor at Reason.com. Thanks. Always great to have you My on. Pleasure. All right. Steve Dace uh, recently said that he thinks it's highly possible that Bernie Sanders is going to get the nod for the Democratic primaries. I think it is possible that he gets enough of the nod, um, but uh,
2: I can't see him as the candidate. I don't think Steve sees that either. I thought he did say it, but it, but he but he has a lot of structural advantages. Two very white states, one of them one of his neighboring states, one a caucus state, very good for Sanders. He's got lots of money, lots of uh, hardcore support. I mean, it, and if he wins the first two, he could easily win Nevada. If he wins the first three, is he going to lose the yeah, nomination no, for winning I... the first
0: three states? Oh, they they won't. There's they... a path there. Look, for I, Sanders. I, I, well, here's what I want to talk to you about. If Bernie Sanders is the candidate, Mm. God forbid, if he's the president, if he's the candidate, you're going to see a real market disruption. If he becomes president, you will see a flight of money that we have not seen since 1929. It will be the 1930s in America. We will have a depression because of the catastrophe that his policies would mean. Now, what does that mean? Well, Bond King Jeff Gundlach, uh said that uh, Bernie is the biggest risk to the financial markets this coming year. And what does that mean for the progress of your 401k or your IRA or anything else that you have? Are you prepared? May I suggest you minimize your exposure to market collapse with gold and silver in your IRA? Now... Right now might be a seriously good time to consider doing so. Right now, Goldline has an IRA special on their gold legal tender bars that will reimburse your IRA custodial fees for up to 10 years. If you're concerned about where the markets are going, you owe it to yourself to do your homework and find out. Call the account executives now at Goldline. Talk to them. They're waiting for your phone call now. Learn about this special and take advantage of the offer now before things get crazy-er-er. 866-GOLDLINE, 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. We break for 10 seconds. Station ID. I just, I, I, in case you haven't heard the news today, we covered it in the first hour. But as the impeachment is, is going on, there's two stories that I think are the main stories coming in and around the impeachment today. The first one is Schiff is warning on a Russian attack on the U.S. mainland. And that was day two of the Senate impeachment trial. He actually got up and said, um, we, have to, we have to impeach him because removing Trump from office is necessary for the integrity of the 2020 election, because it can't be assured if he's in office. Just that statement in and of itself is so damaging to the republic. Mr. Uh, Mr. Congressman, what have you done to put into place any kind of systems to protect our, our voting system? Did you know in in Seattle, they're going to be the first city, they're very progressive, the first city that's going to be able to uh, 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 call in your vote, you'll be able to do it on an app on your phone. So you can vote on your phone in Seattle. Really? Have we vetted this? Have we looked at this? With all of the hacking and everything else, that's a good idea to Seattle? What has the Congress done if he's so concerned about the 2020 election? By the way, that's a whole new charge. They haven't been saying that. That's a whole new charge. Then he said, we're not sure, but the way this is going with Donald Trump, uh, I mean, I can't rule out an an on-land, on-American soil invasion from Russia. That's one of the craziest things I've ever... They didn't do it during
2: the Cold War. They're going to do it now? Hey, Adam, uh, 1980s called. They want their foreign policy back. <laughs> <laughs> Red dog you're talking about. Man. That would be a funny way to insult him on that. So you left your martini, shaken, not
0: stirred, the bar. And you've exited the casino at a dead run chasing the bad guy. You hop into your, your beautiful Aston Martin. You glance in the mirror. You adjust your bow tie. Your name is Bond james bond and your pronouns are forever he him his period but as you turn the key you realize the car's not starting oh crap my warranty is out q said he was gonna get car shield and he didn't get car shield the warranty is out now what am i gonna do you gotta you got a car jack instead of getting a rental car for free you now have to carjack. So suddenly, you're not only one of the most dangerous people and the good guys, you're also one of the bad guys now. James, don't let that happen to you. Get CarShield and get covered. Right now, something's going to happen to your car. You need coverage. 800-CAR-6000. 800-CAR-6000. Mention the promo code BECK or visit carshield.com. Use the promo code BECK and save 10%. Deductible may apply.
2: carshield.com. Promo code BECK. 800-CAR-6000. Go to blazeTV.com. Use the promo code Glenn for ten bucks off. Get Glenn back, of course, on television, as well as Pat Gray Unleashed and Stew Does America, starting in a couple weeks.
0: So I, uh, we had uh, Candace Owen on this week, who I just think is fantastic. And, you know, I kind of, I I remained silent at the beginning with Candace because I didn't know who she was. I knew that she was a liberal that uh, woke up because of Trump. I thought what she was doing with Blexit was really good. And with Kanye, I mean, Kanye, that's the first time that we started seeing Kanye wake up. And he's apparently not a conservative, what a surprise, um, but, but he doesn't like people telling him what to think and what to say. Well, that kind of is a conservative because that's one of the principles I want to conserve. We're all unique. We're all individuals. And, uh, and I saw her speak at uh, Charlie Kirk's conference uh, of Turning Point USA in uh, West Palm, uh just uh, right before christmas and she i think she could be president i really do i think maybe 10 years if she continues on this curve her learning curve is almost straight up and she's not afraid to say i don't know but the the message that she has been delivering uh on stage is very powerful and well thought out um and i'm i'm really impressed with her and Likewise with Charlie Kirk. Charlie Kirk, did you even know who he was five years ago? Uh, No. I don't think I did. Charlie Kirk is a guy who grew up watching me on on Fox, and he and his family would watch the show every day together, and he said that he understood by the end of it that you can do things. You're empowered, and you can do things. And so when he got into uh, his last year of high school, He started a a group and that's turned now into Turning Point USA, which is, wouldn't you say now, the biggest
2: youth uh, political organization out there? Yeah, I probably would say that. The most influential currently, for sure. And he is,
0: I mean, he is, he's really challenging in many ways, CPAC. I mean, it is—they're completely different in so many ways. But he is—he's—he's done with the youth. What CPAC has
2: done for a very long time for conservatives of any age, and there's some other good uh, youth organizations as well on the conservative side. But I mean, Turning Point has been has made a big, huge, big amount of noise.
0: Yeah. So uh, I've gotten to know Charlie uh, really well uh, as well here in the last year or so. And uh, when we sat down in West Palm, I had asked, I thought I had asked to interview him for my podcast. He was under the understanding that I had been asked to be on his podcast and he was going to interview me. And so we decided, you know, we're like, "I, you don't want to spend two hours doing two different shows. And we're, like, we're both like, no.
1: <laughs> and
0: so we decided, let's just interview each other and we'll both use it on our podcast so this is the first time that Charlie Kirk's podcast is uh, available elsewhere and my podcast is available elsewhere Um, they're releasing it today so normally we release our podcast on Saturday but we're going to release it today as well Uh, it is um, me with Charlie Kirk and this particular clip um, is him asking me a question so I am responding about America and the American ideal. Everyone has to be able to fall. Everyone has to be able to bleed. Everyone has to be able to succeed
3: because it's about the individual, not the group. And so well said. Skeptics will say, but that's doomed to fail because of the law of hierarchies so that you'll have so many people in the competence hierarchy that will get so good and will only multiply their wealth Mm. and multiply it And over time, the mob will be created no matter what. What is our mission? It's a more more pessimistic way to look at it. And I'm saying I believe it.
0: What is our mission statement?
3: As a country? Yeah. That's how, how
0: I
2: would articulate it?
3: Yeah. Boy, I would go back to the American Trinity, which is liberty, in God we trust, e pluribus unum, which means out of many, one. And also to be able to live free. And make choices you see fit, as long as they don't hurt somebody else. So may
0: I take that and
3: that was that was on that was on, right, right,
0: right. on, the, on, the, fly. on the fly. May I take what you just <laughs> please said go ahead and, and restate rip it, it. Yeah. No no no, it's right. Let me restate it a little more eloquently. We hold these truths to be self-evident mm-hmm. that. All men are created equal and endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights. And among these rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And governments are instituted among men to protect those rights. Mm -hmm. Okay. That is the greatest mission statement of all time. Thank you, John Locke. And and everyone says, yeah, well, we never achieved it. Yeah, Yeah, we haven't. We haven't. Do you realize that aspirational statement? Those founders that wrote that said, I believe man can do this. That's like John F. Kennedy. My, my father was born in 1926. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, we talked about the moon launch. Um, and I said, what was that like? And he said, son, you have no idea. When I was growing up, we didn't think we could go to the moon. Nobody even talked about it. We didn't even think about it. We didn't even have electricity. The moon was just there, and we were here, and there's no way we're ever going to go to the moon. John F. Kennedy says, we're going to go to the moon, we're going to put men on it, and we're going to return them home by the end of this decade. Everybody thought that's insane. We did it. Mm -hmm. We did it. Okay? This is the biggest idea Any man has ever had, any group of people, Wow! what we do is we just say, we suck, instead of saying, wait a minute, we we failed, but have you seen the progress over here? Have you seen this person, this group? Have you seen what these people have done? And promote the general welfare and domestic tranquility by saying, look at how we're advancing as man it go doesn't answer his basic question in this clip about yeah but there's going to be people left out yes and no yes and no we are in a place now where we could very easily see oligarchs of literal biblical proportions as long as you're talking about the last chapter of the <laughs> new testament uh, the The oligarchs that could be created now through technology uh, could be unstoppable and the rest of us are playing for scraps, especially if they can take the technology, they can take whatever anybody's working on and they can sell it and make it better and, and not have to worry about it. Um, because they have scale, and nobody could ever achieve scale. Then we become serfs again. But that's not been our history. Our history is, yes, rich people get rich, but then somebody else invite, in, invents something else, and those people uh, also uh, become rich. And, you know, a generation down the line, those other people, they fall to the side. We're We're just living right now in another... Vanderbilt age we're living in the age now of really the 1880s to 1930 we're living in that era where everything is about to change and most people don't understand that and that's where these 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 people like oh the Astors oh my gosh and the Carnegies <sighs> I gotta tell you Carnegie Hall, Carnegie Library. Who who did he think he was? Man, putting his name on all of these great places around that, you know, were benefiting society. What an egotist. And a tightwad. Robber baron, really. We're just living in this time, and what has to happen is self-regulation. That's the part that our founders warned us about this, this system is completely, uh, unable to manage, uh, or to, I should say, not manage a group of people that have no morals that have, that don't have an understanding of something bigger than them to answer to that is not controlled by man. God, they, they don't, this system will not work. So I guess the answer to Charlie's question is we must we must recognize there's something bigger than us something bigger than man that doles out these rights and we have a responsibility to whatever that is to serve each other and to be good to each other but to never enslave one another never never enslave people's minds never in in, enslave them by by stealing their bread or their ideas. Then, if we can get that part of us fixed, then we can make sure we root out corruption and get everything else fixed. Your phone, you got it in your hand, everything's fine, everything's slowing down now because you just dropped it and you're seeing it Twirl falling slowly to the sidewalk. Your life flashes behind your, uh, before your eyes. You haven't had this very long. All of a sudden you're hearing, you sure you don't want the Apple Care, 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 care? You didn't buy a case for it even. Now, protecting your uh, device is really important. That's why you get the Apple Care. Uh, That's why you get the, the hard case for it. But why aren't you protecting the inside of what's in that computer as well? Cybercriminals love to watch your activity and steal your information when you're on an unsecured network. So why give them the pleasure of doing it? Norton 360. Gives you layers of protection, including real-time device security, a secure VPN with bank-grade encryption to keep things like logins and passwords more secure, and a password manager that easily and securely creates, stores, and manages all of your passwords, credit card information, and other credentials. Protect your devices on the outside and the inside. Nobody can uh, uh, prevent all cybercrime, but man, Norton is the toolbox you need. Norton 360, a powerful ally for your cyber safety. Get 50% off it right now at norton.com. You'll save 50% off at norton.com/beck. Make sure you use that address norton.com/beck. This is the Glenn Beck.
2: So, Stu, could we just talk a little bit about China? I'm surprised this is not all you're talking about, well, frankly. Well, I've been Mr. You know, Catastrophist I've been here. in the hospital with my daughter.
0: She just got out of the hospital yesterday. Doing better? Uh, doing much better. Mm-hmm. Is this, this phase, there are two more phases left. She had brain surgery, in case you don't know. Um, and uh, she's going in for one more test that's amazing that we can even do it. It's called a WADA test. You should look it up. They put one half of the brain to sleep and then they mm. wake that one up and put the other half of the brain to sleep while she's awake. I I mean I it's happening in OR and they won't let me, but I would love to see that test done. Um but uh assuming that goes uh, well and what we we're hoping, she'll go in uh this spring for one more surgery, probably a full craniotomy. That's actually what we're hoping for. Um and uh it will give her a good chance of not having seizures again. Incredible. And she Incredible. has she has them all the time now. She's having seizures that we didn't even know were seizures. They were like uh it's worse than we thought it was. So, but anyway, but it's good. It's all good. Um but I, so I've been not paying attention that much to except for impeachment and I've been watching this China thing and it's it started out like, yeah, it's really bad, but it's a bad flu, you know, it's just affecting, you know, the elderly. So, god forbid keep the entire democratic Uh, Primary leaders in a plastic bubble. Um, But that's that's what they were saying. And then, like last night, it was like, it's starting to mutate. Okay, mutate into what? Uh, And it's spreading faster than we thought. They've closed down now four cities, not allowing anybody to leave
2: these four cities. One of them is the size of Manhattan. Bigger than New York City is what they're saying. It's 11 million people. That is insane. And that's just one of the four cities. And they said that they think it came from... um, a, One of the places it came from was a particular... Uh, uh, you know, it was a, a place you might go in a market to get some food. You know, just a little market. Now, it's sold some things a little bit off beat. I don't even want to know. Uh, Snake. Okay. Uh, They think it may have come from Snake. Or Bat, bat soup. soup. Bat Soup. I had a friend. Well, big... you you have him too. Uh, David Hall,
0: who was a heavy guy until he went to China. He was doing work in China and he had to live there for about a month and a half. And he ate nothing. He loved the he loved the food the first day. And he said, Glenn, trust me, if you ever go, do not make this mistake. Do not ask them what it is. He said, I asked them what it was and then I went to the market and I'm like, what's that? What's that? What's that? And uh, he said, "You'll not. You won't eat." Yeah. And he lost like a hundred pounds. <laughs> he had nothing. He had nothing but bottled water. Anyway, um, so so this,
2: I mean, health mention, screening
0: now at major U.S.
2: airports. We should mention that the first case in the United States has shown up as well in Washington, Seattle. State. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, okay, so there are 583 confirmed cases. There have been 17 deaths. That's higher
2: than the flu mm-hmm. and they're saying that they what do they know that we don't know i mean you know they're what, telling you what they know by their actions aren't they they think yeah, they yes, think this is yes, very risky but they're risky. at the same time they're like well you know it's just a bad flu N- excuse me we had an ebola breakout yeah it ended up here in dallas yep and you didn't monitor all the airports they do think that it, this is the first time they've done these things since the ebola breakout. However. The China situation, when you're cu- closing down these gigantic cities, it's unprecedented. They've never done it. Now, they've probably done it to murder a bunch of people because they don't, weren't communist enough. That's one yeah, thing. Yeah, I mean, they slaughtered <laughs> entire totally
0: cities, but yeah. they haven't. Yeah, they <laughs> don't close that. them down. They're like, they don't close hey, down, all you people are going to live. It's all going to be fine. Don't worry <laughs> about it.
2: You imagine being on the other side of that fence. You're like, oh, good God, they're going to kill us all. Yeah. I mean, all of a sudden, all the the population from these cities keep funneling into the Uyghur camps.
0: And I want to know, (laughs) I really want to know, what is the deal? How can a
2: population that is always in a surgical mask... This is a chicken and egg situation. They're in a surgical mask because every other day they have a new crazy flu. You're you're getting this confused. (laughs) I
0: think all of their crazy flus are coming from the surgical masks. You're listening to
3: Glenn
1: back.